service. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up. She's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Katherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katherine Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. You guys need to watch this video. It's a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash disgraceland. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? just to touch, to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we're talking, among other things, about season 13 of Disgraceland, Wu-Tang Clan, Tammy Wynette, Power Trip, and of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, discos, let's get into it. Well, all right. Have you heard it? The trailer for season 13 of Disgraceland, the first serialized season in the show's history. I'm guessing that you already have, but if you have not, let me be the first to tell you that this brand new season features 10 episodes on one group, and that group is Wu-Tang Clan. That's right. Full episodes on the RZA, the Jizza, 
Method Man, Ghostface Killer, Inspector Deck, You God, Raekwon, Master Killer, Capadonna, and of course, Old Dirty Bastard. One episode each. You know these guys. They're one of the biggest hip-hop groups of all time. They launched some of the biggest solo careers of all time. The story of how they bonded together to transcend the cycle of non-success, as the RZA called it, of the New York City streets, how they transcended these things in order to become one of the most successful hip-hop brands of all time, is, as we like to say, insane. And as you can imagine, there is a lot of true crime going on throughout this story, especially the really explosive angle that I was most interested in, the fact that the Wu-Tang Clan were being hunted for years by not just the NYPD, not just the ATF, but the FBI, who labeled them a, quote, major criminal organization, unquote. The same label given to mafia crime families. That's why when I'm watching TV and any of these FBI jackholes who are retired now go on cable news or whatever, and they're just, whatever they're saying, I just take it all with a grain of salt. Any of the CIA, same thing. And not that there are CIA guys out there talking on the news, but you know, when you see them in front of Congress, these guys are, they're professional fucking liars. And the more I research the interaction with them in music history, the more I am convinced of this. And you're going to hear all this play out in the Wu-Tang Clan season that we have planned for you guys. Uh, the season is just nuts, nuts, nuts. Trust me. Uh, you can start hearing new episodes next week on Tuesday, September 5th. The way we're going to do this, at least for a while, is release two Wu-Tang episodes per week. So one on Tuesday and then one on Thursdays. Uh, like I said, this is a serialized season. They're not anthology episodes. It's it's one narrative that stretches out over, over the story of 10 artists over 10 episodes. So uh, we wanted to give you these two at a time during the week, uh, two episodes per week, one on Tuesdays and again, one on Thursdays. Uh, Going to be coming at you fast and furious, just like the Fists of Fury, one of those kung fu films that the Wu-Tang Clan dudes love so much. Uh, so that's what's going to happen Two Wu-Tang episodes per week uh, with the two Wu-Tang episodes, again, serialized as in a story that continues with cliffhangers, etc. These after-party episodes that we've been doing, we're going to pause on these after-party bonus episodes until we run through these 10 Wu-Tang eps. But, 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 have no fear. I am going to continue to respond to you guys, uh, answer your voicemails, answer your texts, answer your DMs in the pre-party mini episodes that we release on Monday, okay? Uh, so a lot of interaction still happening. Uh, you're getting more content, more edge of your seat storytelling, more dramatic, immersive history here in the Disgraceland feed. And of course, we got the rap party movie and cinema conversation going over in the Badlands feed. All right. All that aside, okay, having my head immersed in the land of the Wu for the last few weeks has had me thinking, is Wu-Tang Clan the greatest supergroup of all time. Yeah, I know that technically the guys in the group weren't stars at first, but the way that the RZA pulled them all together, he definitely had that super group thing in mind from the beginning. Um, and it's definitely the, the vibe that they rock nowadays. And I just want to know, are they the best? And if not, who is the greatest super group of all time? Is it the Traveling Wilburys? Is it Cream, Audio Slave, Them Crooked Vultures, Belle Biv DeVoe? Who do you got? Let me know. 617-906-6638 voicemail and text at DisgraceLamPod uh, on the social medias. But I love hearing your voice just like I love hearing the voice right here from James and the 919.
Hey, Jake, this is James from North Carolina, the 919. Uh, you're asking on the last episode, who killed Biggie? Uh, dude, everybody knows it was Ted Cruz. Or maybe it was John Denver. I can't remember. But it was definitely Ted Cruz. Peace. Ted Cruz apparently has killed a lot of dudes, James. Uh, Biggie Smalls, John F. Kennedy. Actually, not true. You know, um, I I like the voicemail. Thank you very much. It's funny. Ted Cruz, I got to tell you, the... Uh, that that thing that came out years ago, 2000, I don't know when it was, 17, 18, that Ted Cruz had killed John F. Kennedy. <laughs> I thought it was really funny, um, but I didn't like, I, I had a bone to pick with it. I didn't like how, you know, Ted Cruz just isn't old enough to have done that. And I thought it could have been such a better sort of internet gag had they done it with somebody who was age appropriate, who could have withstood, you know, 30 seconds of, of internet research. Um, and honestly, that is what inspired me to do, to do the Jim Morrison as a Zodiac killer episode is that Ted Cruz bit that you're talking about, uh, regarding him having killed John F. Kennedy, which of course he did not. Everyone knows that LBJ killed JFK. Just kidding. I don't actually think that, uh, but a lot of people do, but I'm not here for it. Uh, I don't want to go down that conspiracy rabbit hole right now. So let's check in with Grant in the 757. Yo, what's going on? You beautiful fuck. I love your podcast. This is Grant once again because I got cut off on my second message and I wasn't able to thank you for making these amazing podcasts and expanding the way that I view music. Your podcasts have helped me like deeply and in, in, in a lot of ways. Uh, they get me through hard times, but beyond that, uh, they helped me understand new music and uh, stuff that I didn't like before, which is fucking fantastic. And you help tons of people with that every day. I promise you that you're, I mean, I already liked Nirvana, obviously, when, when uh, you, when I heard your episode on it, but um, your, your two-parter on Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain, like literally changed the way I viewed music as a whole and just viewed celebrity musicians as a whole. Um, it, it, yeah, that, that was an amazing, that's easily my favorite by you. I tell stories that I've heard from your podcasts to all my friends, trying to continue these legends of these amazing artists. So thank you for preserving their legendary status in some ways. Uh, but, but I, I appreciate that you, you're able to preserve that without, um, just dismissing the fucked up shit that they did. You acknowledge that and you're able to appreciate the music and the legendary aspect of these artists without, uh, just blindly supporting some fucked up shit they did. I think that's the way more people should view music. Like, they made some great music. Want to know who didn't make some great music? Fucking me, you know? <laughs> like, uh, But yeah, keep it up, man. Awesome work. I love you. Grant, I love you back, and I love hearing this, man. Uh, for me, loving music is all about context and stuff I don't like now. I hold space for potentially liking in the future because context is always changing. How I hear things, where I'm at when I hear things, where the group is, where the artist is, etc. Uh, but generally speaking, keep spreading the love grant and I'll try to spread it right back. All right. So let's hear another one, another voicemail here from the two, eight, one, uh, hit us up to answer the question of great songs about famous people. So, uh, two, eight, one, what do you got? 
Hey, Jake, it's Renee uh, from the Great State of Texas, driving to work this morning. You asked the other day about bands that sang songs about famous people. The Maggots. Let's get Tammy Wynette. It was one of my favorites when I was a kid. It still is. I'm sure you know the story, but it's basically written about when uh, Tammy most likely got beaten up by her manager slash husband. So she made this whole story about how she got kidnapped and got beat up and came out in the newspapers, all this kind of stuff. And the Maggots thought they'd make a funny song about it. Anyways, have a good one, man. Keep it up. Bye. I never heard of the Maggots. And I've never heard of this Tammy Wynette story, but I'm here for it. Sounds awesome. Sounds like its own episode of Disgraceland. Amazing stuff. I got to run out to the grocery store later. Uh, got this new car. I got a great fucking stereo system in it. I'm going to queue up the maggots. I'm going to listen loud to this Tammy Wynette song. And uh, yeah, I've already I've already got Zeth Lundy here at Double Elvis HQ on this Tammy Wynette story. See if we can dig something out. Haven't done a lot of kidnapping stuff here in Disgraceland, so... Really, really appreciative of the uh, the nod toward this story and looking forward to see what we can do with it. Uh, 617-906-6638 with your voicemails and your text, guys. Uh, you can answer our stupid question of the week, which is, is Wu-Tang Clan the greatest supergroup of all time? Or you can hit me up with an answer to any of our previous questions. Is Ted Cruz a serial killer? Did Ted Cruz kill John F. Kennedy? Of course not. Maybe he killed John F. Kennedy Jr. No, he did not do that. Um, or just introduce yourself. Let's be real. I love the introductions. I love hearing about you guys. Voicemail works, but so too do texts, just like this one from the 775. All right, songs about musicians from the 775. Uh, number five, Alanis by Morgan Wade. New song, but it's a good one because it's Morgan Wade. I don't know who Morgan Wade is, and I'm guessing it's about Alanis Morissette. Number four, With David Bowie by Veruca Salt. Never heard that. Need to hear that. Number three, Vinyl Records by Todd Snyder. Actually, probably my fave on the list, but it's more about a great record collection. Okay. Number two, Johnny Ace is Dead by Dave Alvin. Uh, number one, Alcohol and Pills by Fred Eaglesmith about multiple musicians. Uh, the Todd Snyder version is great, but I'm giving credit. Enjoy Brent 775. You know, I don't know any of these fucking songs, but uh, yeah, I got to check them out. I got to check them out. Right back, Brent. I'll tell you my story about Dave Alvin playing my guitar. It was a highlight. All right. We did a uh, Velvet Underground episode a couple weeks back. Got this text from the 347 on Velvet. Says, VU have the distinction of the greatest difference between their popularity and influence. So says Adam from the 212. Um, yeah, I think that is a very accurate depiction of the Velvet Underground. All right, from the 978 writes in, shout out to you. I listen when painting my ducks. And there is a link to WCVB. Dot com, an article on woodlawn ducks made in Massachusetts, Pepperell. Uh, this is from Ducks for Cancer. Well, thank you. Keep painting those ducks, especially if you're painting them for cancer. From the 831, I honestly feel like is behind Pac's death. Pac was supposedly trying to leave death row. I'm just going to leave that there. All right, from the 540, more random thoughts. Okay, so Belinda Carlisle, singer of the Go-Go's, obviously was also the drummer for the Germs in like 1977. She never recorded anything with them. It was her and Pat Smear, who obviously later was in the Foo Fighters. Just some L.A. punk scene tidbits. Stay frosty, my friend. Deuces. Listen, Deuces, did you know that Belinda Carlisle and the Go-Go's lived in a house that they called Disgraceland? I'm sure you did. We have a Go-Go's episode coming up. Uh, don't hate me for the Disgraceland name all right from the 561 i just heard that you are coming to bumble fest can i please connect you with the dude who runs it 
Sure, man. Uh, yeah, I'll be at Bumble Fest this week in uh, West Palm, Florida. If anyone's around and you see me, come say hi. All right? Going to be chilling, watching some good music. All right. You guys know how to text. You know how to get in touch with me. 617-906-6638. You can leave me a voicemail or a text. Voicemail or a text. But I like the voicemails. I like I like the text too, but I like hearing your voice. You can also DM me at Pod, Twitter, Instagram, uh, whatever, X, Facebook, all the places. I'm there. I'm going to take a quick break. Back with your DMs in just a second. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about my Tacova's cowboy boots. I picked them up while I was in Austin, Texas. I had this event I had to go to that night. It was a formal thing. I had this idea of what I was going to wear, but I needed the one extra thing. And I was like, aha, Tacovas. There's a Tacovas here in Austin. The dudes who worked at the store were great. I found the exact boot I was looking for. This boot is called the Dylan. I got it in midnight black. I wore them to this formal event. I had on a suit. And then tonight, I'm going to wear them with jeans to my son's baseball game. These things are amazing cowboy boots. They're super comfortable, and I can tell already that they're going to last for a long time. A couple things you can do here to check out Tacovis. If you can, stop by your local Tacovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two. The experience is awesome. You can shop all the new styles. You're going to smell that fresh leather in the store. The friendly staff are going to be at your service. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make you feel like a rock star. A lot of the Tacova stores have these leather custom branding services to make your boots truly personalized. They put on regular live music and events. It's an awesome in-store experience. So if you have the opportunity to check out a Tacova store, I highly recommend it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S. Dot com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and they ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership and an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. 
All right, we are back. Let's get into some DMs. All right, this one comes from Get Used To Adriana on Instagram writes, this is Adriana. Hi, Jake. I've been listening to your podcast for quite a while. First, when they were only on your website, then on Amazon Music, and now in the feed of Spotify that I finally caught up with. That took me forever, to be honest, but I have learned so much from them. I'm a huge fan of everything you do. I listened for the first time. Your voice with a podcast you had with Payne Lindsay related to the Grateful Dead. Anyways, uh, Adriana's talking about a show I did with Payne called Dead and Gone. She goes on to say, anyway, I didn't want to write to you until I finished all of the podcasts you have put out. Uh, now about me, since you mentioned in previous episodes, you wanted to know about your listeners. I am a Mexican and live in Mexico city, a single mom of a 19 year old woman. I work at a publishing house. My passions are books, music, and movies in that specific order. I suggest whoever asks me your podcast and I love pains as well. My daughter and I have certain paranormal gifts and whoa. Okay, here we go. Uh, and have had some paranormal activity in her place with the episodes of Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, Mac Miller and the grateful dead. Just FYI, Cobain isn't in a happy afterlife place. Neither is Amy, but Mac Miller and Jerry Garcia are. <laughs> great, great, great text, Adriana. Thank you. Uh, thanks for the love. Appreciate it. Cody writes in, Jake, just listened to the episode where you mentioned listening to new hardcore bands, and I got a few recommendations. Check out Drain, Mind Force, Scowl, Military Gun, and Pain of Truth if you have a chance. As a hardcore kid from Portland, parentheses, not a kid, I am proud to recommend some jams for you. Keep up the good work. Well, thanks, man. I really appreciate this, Cody. Uh, I was just thinking this. You're going to hear later. I was thinking I needed some new heavy music. So this is awesome. Thanks. David Flynn writes in, Hello, sir. I have been a graphic designer for 43 years and counting ad agencies for 14, my own studio for 29. I teach graphic design and creative thinking at the University of Akron here in Akron, Ohio. It's my 14th year. Big fun. Love these young minds and I'm having a great time. Uh, thanks for everything. My best to you and your family. All right, David. Thanks for introducing yourself, dude. Appreciate that teaching the youth, the youth of today. This one comes from Aaron in the 207, writes, first, I haven't introduced myself yet. I work remotely as a BSA for a global marketing company. I make all the data work behind all the loyalty programs and brands that people interact with all the time. Boring, but it pays well. I listen to your podcast while I do some of my more mindless work or while I'm doing my nails. <laughs> For my bad tattoo, I was a basic bitch in the 2000s and I got a Pisces symbol on my hip when I was 18. Not my best choice, but here we are. Love your podcast. I'm a podcast junkie and I always look forward to yours because they're short and sweet and get to the point and do it so well. Keep up the good work. To you and your team, rock a roll. Thanks, Aaron. Nice to meet you. Sorry about the bad too. It happens though. I think we all got them. Everyone's got one, right? Probably not everyone. All right. What else we got? Dean Arnold at Haggis Flinger writes in, at Disgraceland Pod, Ira and Charlie Leuven hated each other. Hashtag country beef. That would be a great Disgraceland episode, Dean. Great, great, great. Thank you. Nice work. Caleb Clark writes in, you mentioned the Smashing Pumpkins had no crime element, but they had a keyboard player that overdosed. Some speculated Jimmy Chamberlain, the drummer, was with the keyboard player when he overdosed. It may have pulled the needle plunger. Oof, nasty. Kind of swept under the rug. Well, Caleb, you might be onto something. I'm going to look into that. Uh, Adam Steffler writes in, great show. You should do an episode on Neil Young. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. 
check out Neil Young in the Rick James episode if you need a quick Neil Young fix. And Austin Weber writes in on Facebook, yo, do you guys need an editor for your podcast to turn into reels? Possibly, Austin. Possibly. Get back to me. All right. DM me, guys. At Disgraceland Pod, Facebook, Twitter slash X, TikTok, Instagram. That's how you get a hold of me. You can always call me as well, 617-906-6638. I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back with some recommendations after this. The recommendations part, this is the recommendations part, the part where we recommend the things that need recommending, the recommendations part. I am in a heavy music phase right now, guys, uh, trying to get into some more modern, hardcore, and heavy music, but it's hard. Spotify recommends like a Madball tune or Sick of It All or Killing Time, and I'm just sucked right back into old headland. And there's a reason. It's because that music's awesome. But, 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 I have been listening to Incendiary, a newish kind of newish, newish, yeah, newish band, or at least current hardcore band from Long Island. Uh, listening to Power Trip, who are, of course, broken up, but modern. Uh, found myself listening to Born to Expire, the full-length album by Leeway. It wasn't on Spotify forever. It is now. I was listening over the weekend. It's a scorcher, not a bad song on it. Great crossover of New York hardcore and thrash metal. Uh, completely holds up after all these years, for those of you who are interested in that sort of thing. Um... I don't know what's up. I think it's because I mentioned this earlier. I got a new car in the stereo. I just, I'm loving it. Um, kind of loving it. I'm not totally loving it, but it's an excuse to listen to loud, heavy music. <laughs> and that's that's what I'm doing. Uh, also, not, not heavy music, but heavy in a different way is Lou Reed's Take No Prisoners live album from 1978. Um, I had one of these moments at the gym the other day. I'm in a new gym and I was uh, working out and I was listening to this record, and this hasn't happened to me in so long. It's a live album. It's recorded at, uh, I believe, The Bottom Line is the club in New York. Uh, I might be fucking that up. I hope not. And 1978, late 70s at least, Lou, bad, bad, bad point in Lou Reed's career. And uh, I was talking to a friend about this record, and he summed it up perfectly. He said that this is sort of Lou Reed doing Lenny Bruce uh, with just a scorching band. And it's Lou unhinged. And you can really hear the crowd. It's a tiny, tiny club. If it is the bottom line, I think I've been there before, so I know it. And, and if that's the club I'm thinking of, it's really small. You can, Because of that, you can really hear the audience and what they're saying to Lou and what Lou's saying back. Uh, in the songs, in between the songs and the banter. And it really transported me. It really, not to sound cheesy, but and trite, but it took me away. It took me like, and I was active. I was doing stuff. I was working out, but I was just like in my fucking head in another place in the 1970s. And I opened my eyes and I was (laughs) in the total opposite of that in 2023. Um, but just a great record. If you're into Lou, if you're into the Velvets and that sort of thing, check out Take No Prisoners if you want to be transported back to the 70s. Highly recommend this album. Also listening to Death Valley Girls. Going to go see them this weekend at uh, Bumblefest. 
in West Palm. Uh, my buddy Adam Wiener's band, Loka Connie, has got a new single, and it's great. It's called King of the Jews, and it's part of uh, Loka Connie's Art Dealers EP. Loka Connie's playing at Sinclair in Cambridge in a couple days. It's going to sell out. So, Boston folks, you want to see the last greatest rock and roll band live? You can get your tickets for Loka Connie now. Uh, you got, a lot of my friends who listen to this know this. Loka Connie is one of my favorite bands. I was a fan before I knew them. Um, I loved their music. I would go see them play. I saw their first shows. I don't think I saw their first show in Boston, but I definitely saw their second show. I think I took my sister to it, my little sister, Steph. Um, but just, you know, just one of the benefits of making Disgraceland is it connected me with these guys and, and Adam, uh, the lead singer and piano player and I have collaborated numerous times, including our performance at Newport Folk Festival last year. And, uh, I'm just, yeah, it's just a very cool experience I've been able to have over the last five years. And Adam and I, I say all this as a way to tease that Adam and I are cooking something up for you guys currently that we're going to have, uh, I'll have more for you in, in the next couple of days. Uh, but, but, but if, uh, if you're in Boston, you're in the Boston area, cop those low cut Connie tickets for next week's show at Sinclair. Amazing band, amazing venue. All right. What are you guys listening to? What music-related content are you watching? 617-906-6638 to let me know. I'm going to take a quick break. I'm going to drink some tea, and I'll be back after this. All right, let's recap, shall we? Number one, the trailer for season 13, a full season on Wu-Tang Clan, is the latest episode of Disgraceland, and that is in your feeds right now. Number two, over in the Badlands feed, we got a brand new episode on Bill Murray. Okay, Bill Murray. Uh, number three, next week in the Disgraceland feed, we're dropping two new episodes on Wu-Tang. First, the RZA, that's coming on Tuesday, and then an episode on Raekwon on Thursday, which also means, again, that for the next few weeks, we're not going to have these after-party episodes, but we will be hitting your voicemails and texts in the pre-party mini episodes on Monday, so keep them coming. Number four, my number is 617-906-6638. Call me, call me anytime, any place or time on the line. I fucked that blondie thing up. I'm Miffed it, I'm not going to fix it. All right, my moment of bliss in honor of Wu-Tang, me reading you the phone book from Staten Island in 1939, way back. Raekwon was just, well, he wasn't nothing. Look what he's grown into. Okay, here we go. Dottie, A, 180 Bayview Ave, 8-2210. Dottie, Stephen, 50 Townsend Ave. 7 4096 Double C 6 1742 Dodine Basil 332 Garfield Avenue 7 7088 Darty Anna 2190 Richmond Road 6 0997 Douglas William 14 Acacia Avenue 6 0972 Dubs, R.W. 257 open 2-5187-8-7-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8-8